everyone builds up Freshers Week into being this massive thing. They've managed to like, keep it safe, but like, you're still able to socialise here. It will be a different Freshers Week, but I think some people might enjoy it more than the traditional Freshers Week. Hello, and welcome to Switchboard, Varsity's flagship podcast. My name's Isabel Roberts. And I'm Maddie Fisher. Freshers' Week is a week before term where first years experience workshops, socialising and society events. It's a regular at UK universities. Cambridge University's Freshers' Week is shorter than most, being only five days long. This year, the Freshers' Week experience will be very different given the university and government's COVID-19 guidelines. In particular, the 10pm curfew, rule of six and social distancing policies has resulted in students and staff having to change their normal freshers' preparations. We speak to them, as well as some of this year's freshers' cohort, about their experience of this year's very different freshers' week. College fresher reps are typically responsible for the planning of freshers' week. One of St Catherine's Freshers reps, Susie, talks us through the work she's been doing to plan a COVID guideline abiding Freshers. Obviously, this year will be quite different to normal. So what guidelines are you having to follow this year? So obviously, there's the rule of six, which put a big spanner in the works because we had lots of nice things planned and then suddenly um, this one came along. In regards to the more official activities, like there are things such as liberation workshops and consent workshops because we are an official organisation and those are kind of for educational purposes, we should be able to do those in larger groups. And I know some colleges are following the rule of 30 with kind of social events as well. And also, obviously, all of the freshers are in household bubbles. So most of the activities will be taking place in household bubbles or in groups of six. So I think probably the biggest impact of the regulations will be making it harder for freshers to organically kind of meet each other, which is a struggle to do in Freshers Week. But we're working hard to make sure there are circumstances and activities that will make that happen. Do you think that kind of socialising and making friends might be compromised this year? And if so, do you think that could have an impact on well-being and mental health? I think it will be quite compromised. You're right. But I think it also could just be a matter of chance with some people will will get along really well with their households or some people might get put in a group for something where they can where they've met a friend and they can continue to be friends in regards to well-being I think it will have an impact but also I feel like the colleges are such supportive environments that if people weren't say to find their really close friends still in in freshers week or in the first term there'd still be a lot of people there to support them and help them get through and I think that's probably the benefit of a college environment over big university environments because it's just a smaller pool of people and you do you do end up meeting quite a few people and also you already have the group of the people doing your subject so you'll probably be able to find friends there and also if you're struggling with aspects of your subject you kind of know who else is doing your subject and know who's in the same boat whereas in bigger universities if you're not going into lectures and there's not really any way of meeting people doing your subject. 
COVID-19 has spotlighted the issue of student loneliness. However, these discussions have been happening for a while. Former Cambridge Student Union President Edward Parker Humphreys tells us about his student loneliness campaign and how he thinks coronavirus will impact it. So, Edward, one of your main projects last year was to produce a report on student loneliness. So firstly, what made you interested in student loneliness? I think the primary thing for me was that it was an issue that wasn't really talked about. I think when we're having conversations around student mental health and and student welfare, loneliness was an issue that I think is quite prevalent in many ways in Cambridge, but often hadn't been on the agenda. And I think I wanted to do a bit more work to find out exactly how prevalent it is in Cambridge and kind of what the solutions are to um, to tackling it. It is a big issue in Cambridge and doesn't really get the, the profile it deserves. I think in part because the people who uh, are struggling with feelings of loneliness often aren't the ones that are as engaged and, and are heard in these conversations as much as they should. Can you talk me through the main findings of your report? The headline finding that jumps out is that 75% of the respondents from the Kusu Loneliness Survey said that they felt lonely on a daily or weekly basis. But actually, the thing that becomes interesting is that I think only a very small number of students said that they didn't have any friends. And the majority of students said that they had some sort of friendship group. And I think the two main things that we drew out in the report was one a lack of time and how that contributes to student loneliness. Obviously, Cambridge is a very intense place, especially with workload. And if students don't have enough time to to see their friends, to socialise, to get involved in things outside of their degree, that can often contribute to, to feelings of loneliness. And the other big factor that comes out is the lack of opportunities for socialising. And this is particularly true, I think, for often for postgraduate students, particularly master's students, because there isn't always that infrastructure there, socialising in the same way there is for undergraduate students. I think there was also quite a clear signal that Freshers' Week is an important part in that kind of socialising process, but it's not the be-all and end-all. And often there's a sense, I think, that if you don't make friends in that like week, two-week period, right at the start of your first year, then that's kind of the boat missed and how important it is that there are kind of opportunities for socialising throughout the year, the academic year at Cambridge, and that are kind of tailored to the different needs and different interests of groups of students. That's very true. And I suppose with Freshers Week, a lot of universities have a similar thing where students are very preoccupied with having friends in the first week or two. But I suppose at least at those unis, Freshers Week is a bit longer as well. At Cambridge, it's three, four days. So what kind of structural change do you think is necessary at Cambridge to mitigate student loneliness, given that, as you said, 75% of Cambridge students feel lonely, and so it's clearly not an individual or anomaly thing here? I think the biggest thing that, and this is something that was one of the big recommendations in the strategy report that I published at, in July, is that one of the big things I think the university should be looking at is restructuring how the Cambridge term works and moving away from this slightly weird system where we operate on a Thursday to Wednesday week and restructuring things so that we have a normal Monday to Friday week, uh, a reading week, and in the long term, Wednesday afternoons reserved for things outside of, of your degree. I think 
in general what goes along with that is kind of shifting the culture and i think these things go hand in hand kind of changing how the system works but also shifting to a culture where the cambridge experience isn't simply just about the academic side of it it's also about a chance to do these things outside of your degree extracurricular activities and to enjoy yourself and and just to develop as as a person because i think that's often how cambridge likes to sell itself to prospective students and then when you get here, the reality is slightly different. Sports societies can be a great way to tackle student loneliness. However, they are being challenged by the government's rule of six and social distancing policies. Dorothy, the development officer at Cambridge University Rugby Union Football Club, speaks to us about this. So what are the guidelines that sports societies and especially contact sports such as rugby are having to follow this term? So it slightly depends on which organisation overlooks the different sports. So for rugby, um, we're following the Rugby Football Union's guidelines, which is essentially a step-by-step, stage-by-stage process into full contact rugby. So um, I think it ranges from A to F and we're in D now. And so we are following that as contact and sharing equipment is brought in increasingly over time. So what are the current plans for Michaelmas term? How do you plan to train or will there be any matches? So it's quite difficult because ordinarily, especially for the women's side of rugby, a lot of freshers come in and those who may have been at uni for many years who have never played the sport. And that's a large source of our input, as it were, to the team. And it's a lot of what we do is development and training those who have never played rugby before to get into the game. So that's quite difficult. So taster sessions won't be able to be run in the same way. We won't be able to have hordes of people come in and try it for the first time, which is sad. But uh, we are hoping to start training on the 6th of October. And that will mainly be with the teams already established and those that we know that are coming that have gotten top contact with us. And from there, it is very much playing it by ear as we follow the Rugby Football Union guidelines and as things change as they seem to be doing here and there. So matches, we are hoping to play some. I think one is booked for November. And yeah, so that is the goal. But it is still a goal that seems slightly beyond our reach, given that we're not actually in the full contact playing yet. And we haven't been able to practice that either. Of course, the guidelines for sports are changing frequently. And unfortunately, since this interview with Dorothy, it was confirmed that competitive rugby matches would be banned until at least January 2021. On advertising, how are you doing that this Freshers Week, especially since it's all online, like the the Freshers Fair is on online as well so one thing that we did during summer was we hosted a q a on our instagram which actually had loads of interaction which was really great fortunately uh Krofka is one of the more popular sports teams of the uni especially on instagram so we were able to have a lot of freshers and students alike ask loads of questions which was really great so that has remained on our instagram and so we'll try and keep pointing people to that because a lot of info was passed on from both the men's and the women's we did it together and following on from that we have a so on the virtual sports fair we created a video basically just covering some 
facts and details about the club, training times, costs, uh, level that you're expected to be at, etc. That will happen. And then also at the Freshers Fair, the virtual Freshers Fair, where you are led around the tent virtually, we will be sitting on Zoom waiting for people to come speak to us. And hopefully people will come and we can indoctrinate them about how great rugby is. That is the hope. <laughs> um, And now this term that sport will perhaps be a bit less sociable and perhaps less accessible to beginners are you worried that this could have an impact on kind of like well-being of students it's it definitely will be quite difficult for the women's rugby side because it is so based on a large foundation of development uh trainees as it were people coming through development it becomes quite hard to sustain that when you don't have that influx and it has been growing through the years and if that stalls this year because of a lack of interest because people just simply aren't going to be spending lots of time with lots of people in a sport they don't know in a climate where health is a concern and meeting up with people is maybe a concern that will be difficult, both for those who have been playing rugby for many years, because they're kind of seeing what they've seen progress for so long potentially stop. But also those who may come, it may be a lot less enjoyable experience because there's not the same, not the same type of hype around what they're doing because they may not have the same amount of people. I guess you could kind of miss that community um, that you get with sport. But I'm guessing you would still definitely encourage people to get involved with rugby what's your final message there essentially i'd say that the rugby club especially for those who haven't played on the women's side is such a welcoming environment and the the committee that i'm part of and also the wider committee um of krafka as a as a whole is so dedicated to being able to welcome people this year and in order to make it an enjoyable experience so people should definitely come and try out and see what it's all about because it is genuinely so much fun and is very rewarding keep an eye out on all socials because obviously this is a completely and constantly changing topic in regards to guidelines and what we can do and so a lot of things will be done quite suddenly and with not much warning in terms of coming to a taster uh, day or coming to training so do keep an eye out on instagram on facebook on whatever way you can keep an eye out the student union argue that societies such as sports teams shouldn't be the only ones trying to tackle student loneliness. Instead, staff should be keen to address the problems of a remote term. So obviously, as you said, 2020 Michaelmas term is going to be very different due to remote learning. And it certainly does seem that the amount of opportunities to have those meaningful social interactions you're talking about is going to be reduced. So what are your thoughts on how COVID and remote learning might affect student loneliness? Obviously, I think it creates challenges in the sense that students aren't going to have those sorts of unplanned interactions of you know walking around through the city walking around through lecture sites particularly one of the things that was highlighted in the report is that for science students 
predominantly there is a lot to be gained in terms of the social interactions you have through labs and lectures and especially in subjects like engineering and medicine where there is that slightly more social interaction but also I think there is also the opportunity to create some more time and some space for, for doing social things if you're not having lectures and, and practicals and stuff in quite the same way I think it almost emphasizes the need to put the time and effort into creating those those spaces for socializing and that was one of the things that was discussed there was a kind of student experience task force that was set up as one of the the committees preparing for the coming academic year and one of the things when we were discussing these issues there that I emphasized is, is that faculties and departments need to think a lot more about how they create time and encourage students to socialize and to get to know each other and what do you think that colleges can do to try help mitigate student loneliness I think colleges definitely have a really important enabling role to play in making sure that they're creating the conditions and the opportunities in which students can socialise safely. I think the danger would be if colleges focus solely on the here's what you cannot do. It needs to be coupled with colleges saying here are the ways in which you can carry on with all of the other things outside of your degree especially there's the space available, thinking about how colleges open up the space that they have, both in terms of outdoor space, but also in terms of the kind of the rooms that aren't always used in colleges. Often a lot of rooms in colleges, and I know it's a source of frustration for many students, get used for conferencing. And it can be difficult in many cases for student clubs and societies to, to book out these rooms because they're often quite expensive to book. And if we can get colleges to start thinking of less about the conferencing aspect of things, especially because that's kind of uh, a no-go really for the next term at least, if we can get colleges to be opening up these, these spaces so that students can use them for socialising in a kind of socially distanced fashion, then I think that can start to help or remove some of the obstacles that, that COVID-19 poses to, to socialising. I think it's really important that we don't just try and shift everything virtually because you get the kind of the Zoom fatigue. Susie and the other Freshers reps have had to think creatively about events that can happen not just online, but also in person and socially distanced. There are like the classic Cambridge things like punting and hopefully they'll have an opportunity to meet their college families and all that kind of stuff. We were before the rule of six going to have matriculation dinners that were staggered throughout the week. But because of that, that's not happening. And hopefully they might be able to happen at some point next year. But we're not obviously we don't know what's happening with the regulations. There's more kind of activities so we can enable them to be in groups of six like scavenger hunts and stuff like that and also in they'll probably have to spend some time in their households so me and ziggy ziggy's the other freshers rep have uh ziggy used to work at domino's so we've got domino's uniforms i think we're going to dress up as domino's delivery drivers and deliver domino's to the freshers houses do you think this will still be an enjoyable freshers week yes i think it will still be a lot of fun and I think hopefully it will relieve the pressure on Freshers' Week as being like the most amazing week. Obviously, it'll be sad. It will be a different Freshers' Week, but I think some people might enjoy it more than the traditional Freshers' Week. And I'm excited to get a bit more sleep. We spoke to some Freshers to see if Susie's predictions about Freshers' Week were accurate. 
First up, Thea, who is studying at Downing. So, how did you feel about coming to university, given that all the guidelines mean it may well be a different experience? I was a bit apprehensive in terms of, like, online learning. Like, although it sounds like good, you can do it, like, whenever you want. I felt sometimes, like, maybe I wouldn't motivate myself to, like, do the work as much. Or I would just, like, leave it to, like, the last minute. But... Like, now that I'm here, it doesn't seem as bad as I initially thought. Like, I thought the main thing was, what's the point of me moving out if everything was going to be online? But this freshers week's been pretty, like, we've had a lot of activities, so it hasn't been as, like, as bad as I thought it would be. So what have you been up to this week? So we had the consent and diversity talk. We've had, like, mo. Uh, we had a movie night um today they're taking us out to revs like a 1920s party yeah we've had like quite a lot of like fun things we had like family day we went punting so it's been like really active i haven't really had like a moment to just be like bored or alone i've been like out constantly so that's been good and those events have all been in person yeah they've all been in person the only thing i've done online so far is just meet with my dos but apart from that everything's been in person for eve at queen's The activities were less centrally organised by the college, but still, for her, as enjoyable. Okay, it's been a bit hectic. Um, I think there's been a lot of settling in. We've got 13 people in our household, so getting to meet everyone has been quite quite a big deal. Everyone's really sweet. The JCR have tried organising like quizzes and bingo and stuff, which again have been good. They're quite good pre-pre's, if you will. We've mostly, I'm not going to lie, we just like went and jumped in the river. (laughs) I think... Actually, it may be better that we got to organise it ourselves because we got to do exactly what we wanted for the whole week, um, which has basically just involved lots of drinking every night in our household, which has been lovely. Because it meant also that we've now got like a very tight knit group in the household, even though we all take like vastly different subjects. So has a majority of your activities this week been more down to you and your household to organise and not the college and JCR specifically? Yeah, I'd say the majority. Yeah, it's been quite a lot of sitting in the household waiting for something to happen. But um, the activities they have done have been really lovely, but um, it is incredibly difficult. And I mean, we were always only going to be with the people we're with now and our Zoom calls are very much, we all sit in our household group. So it, everything feels very to do with this specific group of people, which I mean, it's a minor miracle that I've gotten with them all. I know people who aren't as happy in their college households. And I think that would be a really tough situation to be in, mm. um, particularly if there are people self-isolating and things like that. If they then don't even get on with the household that they're self-isolating in, that must be really tough. Other activities have gone online, such as the Cambridge Freshers Fed. So did you visit that? Yeah, I went to the Freshers Fair. It was like a bit difficult to kind of like get a gauge of like what the different societies were. Like for some of them, you could like video call. That was like helpful, but then it kind of felt like weird as well to be like talking to someone online. Yeah, quite intense actually. And have you found that most of your socialising has been done like within your household? And if so, has that been a problem or have you actually quite liked that? Um, Yeah, my household's really friendly. Everyone's like really nice. Like we all eat together. So that's been pretty good. I guess the only thing is when we're walking around college, like you just see like all these random people. And like sometimes it feels like you just don't know anyone else. But then I guess with like different activities that you're doing, we had a speed date like friend thing so we just spoke to like different households but it's like it would have been nice to like get to know other people as well it's just instead of just being stuck with your household even though they're really nice 
And so do you have any regrets at all, such as like not deferring, for example? I feel like I'm happy that I didn't defer because I don't know what the situation is going to be like next year. Mm. And I just don't know what I would have done on a gap because you can't really go like travelling. Do you feel like you're missing out? Um, I think so. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I wish Freshers Week wasn't happening like this, but I don't want all of the professors to die as well I think there are always like pros and cons to freshers week as well because it can you can feel really lost if you're like thrown into a massive group of people and you don't know anyone whereas obviously we've just got to know a small group of people and you kind of find your place within them which is nice obviously I only know one other person doing my subject this year Mm. which is like a weird dynamic to have and she isn't taking any of my papers so I think it's just going to be a bit of acclimatizing in terms of trying to find people who I can do work with and people who I actually have similar interests to. And so overall, do you think it's all been done well? Do you think the college and the university has struck the right balance between safety and socialising? I feel like at Downing, they've been like pretty good. Like my household is like nine people, so I don't really feel stifled in terms of like claustrophobic. And we've had a lot of in-person activities. I'm not sure about like other colleges, but I feel like I've had like a pretty positive experience compared to some of my other friends at university like you wouldn't know corona is happening where they are like they've managed like keep it safe like you're still able to socialize here i mean our college has been particularly strict with social distancing measures all of our gates are locked except the porter's lodge and so i i live in a building that's very far from the porter's lodge so it's actually really very annoying to an extent i would rather they were stricter now and then once we've had our tests and everything they can start to slightly relax the regulations. I mean, this is one week of my entire life and I think everyone builds up Freshers' Week into being this massive thing. But actually, I mean, I saw the timetable and I like burst into tears when I was at home because I was like, this is ridiculous. It's nothing like I planned. But um, actually having got here, it's okay. And there are stupid regulations. Like we have a 11pm curfew and stuff. Uh, anyone who gets ported, it means that another regulation is put in place but so far like you don't really feel the effects of it because you're always just going to be in the same household group so no matter what I don't think that's going to be changing for a long time anyway so um the group of six things really annoying especially when you have a household that's 13 and you're only allowed to be outside in groups of six yeah uh, I mean everyone's wearing a mask around college I've actually been I think it makes you feel quite safe as well like the whole community is trying to help the people who are vulnerable and I think that's nice Clearly then, there have been problems for those organising Freshers' Week, yet, at least for the Freshers we've spoken to, the week has still been enjoyable, despite the safety regulations. Obviously, there's lots of luck involved with who's in your household, yet I think this week shows that changes to university traditions are not always for the worse. Thank you for listening. You can read more on this topic at varsity.co.uk. Thank you to our contributors. Freshers Rep Susie Pozniak, Cambridge Rugby Development Officer Dorothy Burrows, former Cambridge Student Union President Edward Parker Humphreys, and Freshers Eve Blaine and Tia Melton. Thanks also to our production team. Tilly Head, Matthew Cavallini, Georgia Gogol, Matthew Jeffries, Cameron White, Alex Oxford, Thea Melton, Sorrel Fenelon, Kate Pruden and Rachel Mullaney. We'll be back next week. Subscribe to our podcast or visit our Facebook page where you can leave any thoughts.